Welcome to V Infinity, the podcast where we talk and you listen. We're your hosts, Ashley and Tori. And today we have a very kind of interesting topic. So, you know, us girls like a man that's kind of a little rough around the edges. So, my question mm-hmm. is why do good girls like bad guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting topic. Why do good girls like bad guys? What is it that they're are we seeking something? Are we hiding something? I don't know. Like physically, you know, it's always that the guy that's a little rough around the edges, you know, it's it's, it's something about them that makes them more attractive. So I don't know if it's like for seeking maybe uh, we are seeking out, you know, like someone that we feel can protect us or guard us or um, be a macho figure in our life. And I'm speaking on like just physically, not not someone that is um, bad emotionally, if you know what I mean. Like you, we uh-huh. have those, we have those types that look a little rough. You know, we, we have the grease, <laughs> you know, the girls was always, um, in the movie was always after the guy with the leather jacket that looked kind of uh-huh. rough. Um, uh-huh. But at the same time, you know, we we tend to uh, put the nice guy to the side. So what do you feel or do you have like an opinion on that from your perspective? Um, I think before I even get to my opinion on things, I, I think I want to process what that actually looks like. What is that that bad guy um, in terms of the movies or whatever, the way it looks in the movies, but um, just kind of processing what that looks like or even thinking back on scenarios where I feel like I've known people who chose one situation over, uh, over another um, based on that perception and um I don't know if it was because the the experiences that she might have might be different with um the good guy versus the experiences she might have ah so maybe like so maybe like some opportunities to kind of get into something adventurous so thinking that you might have more excitement um, as opposed to, you know, like a guy that's ooh, nice and he's not going to get you out there and get you in trouble in some kind of way. Good trouble. Sure. Not bad trouble. Right. <laughs> because that, that good guy, you know, um, he, I don't know, it, it may be um, a bit, he might be a bit more reserved, a bit more conservative. He might have more conservative views as opposed to the bad guy who's just kind of like going with the flow and we're just gonna, you know, um, hit the streets and take life by storm. Her experiences may have even been limited up to that point. You know, this, this good girl may have had some, um, restrictions or, you know, a lot of structure coming up. And now this is her opportunity to, you know, take a ride on the wild side, you know what I'm saying? And, and maybe there's some peer pressure in there, or maybe, you know, she just wants to, you know, he might be her access into another world, you know? I don't know. 
And then I can see a little bit of like rebellious too. So if she hasn't had those experiences, she's been sheltered or she's grew up or been around a certain situation to where she's never had the had the opportunity to. So the experiences around I don't even know how to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Or people around her like "Mm -mm. you can't be around him. He's you know, he's no good for you. He's He's no good for you. And and there's nothing in, in your future you know, that he's, he's not compatible for your future. And then, so what that ends up doing is kind of pushing her into the arms of this, this bad guy per se. Sure. Sure. Because if, 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 if anything, if anything, she may have um, had challenges with, you know, prior was the lack of control. Uh So now I can control this narrative. I can control this situation. And speaking of controlling, if I'm looking for, you know, that opportunity to be the victim, or if I, if, you know, like the, I, I can control, I may be able to control this narrative in terms of, you know, if it doesn't go according to the way I wanted it to go for the sake of me, ha- you know, being able to save my face for others, I'm just scream victim. So, so playing the victim and making the bad guy out to be the villain in the situation, she, she gets the chance to escape because she's still seen as a good girl because she did choose a bad guy. You know, it's the opportunity for her to kind of get away with not being the bad person if it don't work out, like, like versus dating a, a good guy. So if a girl is dating a good, a good guy, she's a good girl, things don't work out and she wants an out from it, Instead of being able to play the victim, because everybody knows he's a good guy, she has to be the one that is a heartbreaker or um, Mm -hmm. ends things, and then she ends up being a villain in the situation, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she gets the chance to date bad guys. It always puts her in a a position to, to gain the attention to mm-hmm. uh, be victimized, to have the shoulder to lean on, to always, you know, cry. Why, why do guys do me like this? But why ultimately, this it's, yeah, well, ultimately she's doing it to put herself in a better light. Yeah. And, and she might be addicted to that thrill. Oh, yeah. That, that up and down that, or, or, or addicted to that heartbreak. Maybe she hasn't healed. Addicted Maybe she's heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. Or the attention, the attention that it gives her because she's mm-hmm. able to uh, get you know, people run into her aid or that white knight situation. Especially, you know, in those I told you so type of situations, girl, you too good for him. Don't put yourself through that. You know, you deserve better. You know, he's not, he's not good enough for you, you know, but, but I want to prove or she wants to prove to others, you know, that she's made a, a good decision. She's kept capable of making these decisions on her own and choosing her own man. And she knows what's best for her and what she needs in her life. And he's good for her, you know, when it all but goes But she keeps choosing hours. these bad guys. But she mm-hmm. keeps choosing, I said, but she keeps choosing these bad guys. So how mm-hmm. are any of those situations good for her? Well, it, it, it depends on how she's, you know, how she's perceiving it. Because obviously, you know, that's the other thing is you don't know him like I do. Mm. He's, he's, no, he's not like that. You don't know him like I do. No, he doesn't do that anymore. No, he's not seeing her anymore. No, he doesn't get into that kind of trouble anymore. He doesn't hang with them anymore. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't sell that anymore. He he doesn't do those things anymore. He's, he's changed. So I don't know, as we're talking through this topic, like is making me think of kind of like, 
uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown situation. So like mm-hmm. everybody looked at Rihanna like she was the victim in the situation. And I'm not saying she wasn't. In which we don't know, right? Yeah, we don't know. And of right. course, any man putting their hands on a woman is just wrong, period. Hello. There's no excuse for it. Disgusting. Uh, but as I, you know, thought through the situation, as things pass, as uh, they've grown uh, to, I wouldn't say be friends, but as the situation continued, I do kind of feel like Chris was kind of put in the villain situation or the villain uh, position. And mm-hmm. as a bad guy, because, you know, of course, he's been labeled as a bad guy in the entertainment industry, he tends to go after or be with good girls I mean even now to Karuchi you know everyone looks at her as if she was the ultimate good girl um but he's been painted as a bad guy so do you think there could have been a little bit of victim villain type vibe from Chris and Rihanna similar to what we're talking about now I think they both had a share in um victim villain behavior I think the part that, you know, kind of stuck with people the most, obviously, the, um, th- that left the, the um, disgusting taste in people's mouths was the fact that it, it did become um, physical. And mm-hmm. I don't, con- you know, obviously, I don't condone, you know, um, physical behavior on the woman's side or the man's side. Like, I'm all exactly. about yep. people to yourself period point blank you know what I'm saying if we've come to that point where we have to become physical with someone else of whom we don't own because we don't own nobody right. you know what I'm saying um you need to completely take yourself out of it it's obviously exactly you know let's let's go ahead on and remove ourselves if we can if this isn't a I control you type situation um but I think in that situation I, and I, I think that it had just become a mutually toxic situation yeah and yeah. The perception weighed heavier on Chris because it had become physical. Um, but, you know, we also talked about Bobby and Whitney. You know, I think that I can kind of, because that relationship was non, it appeared to be nonviolent. I can't say that it was non-abusive, but it appeared to right. be non-violent. Right. Um, I I feel like I would be able to weigh in on that one a little bit more than um, Rihanna and Chris Brown's, um, mainly because I felt, you know, we we kind of watched, which we we watched Rihanna come from um, what appeared to be a good girl. Um, Rihanna, yeah, yeah, she came out in her teens. But for Whitney, ah, the fact that she clearly married, you know, what appeared to be a bad boy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and, he 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 told everyone he was a bad boy. Like that was his persona that made him money. You know, Bobby was a bad boy. The world was. It seemed like the world was opposed to that union. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we watched it become destructive. Yeah. Um. Down to Whitney's demise. Right. And but so, in that and, situation, do you feel like Whitney was te- was a victim? When we were talking about both becoming toxic or um, I think being a victim in the, the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation, um, playing victim is a toxic situation. I've never um, thought about Whitney as a victim. I do think that she was 
equally responsible for some of the things that went on in her and Bobby's life. I, I do think she carried a lot of responsibility in that situation. Um, mainly I because he, I, I feel like gave her a, a way out. I think people I, let I her do off too. the hook. I do too. But I don't think she played the victim. I think people applied victim to her. I think that she actually was a victim, like not a victim of her relationship with Bobby, but a victim of her life. Not being able to live it right the way she, she openly she, the way she desired. Right. Um, a lot of people don't realize, but Whitney was an uh, introvert. Uh, she she um, struggled with mental illness in some in some ways, and from a standpoint of being in a relationship with someone that is complete opposite of those, and Absolutely. then you're in the limelight because you are a mega star. It can put you into situations where you are um, you're using drugs, you're using you know you're compensating or making up or self-medicating or numbing whatever pains that you are receiving in life but from an old victim right she became a victim Mm -hmm. and I think that she had a responsibility to herself her daughter um to seek help and maybe it wasn't enough um maybe she didn't have the support system around her because of her um lifestyle with her husband sure her own challenges Mm mm-hmm I can see that. Um, definitely interesting conversation. I think it, it deserves more thought. So we like, you know, what do you think about women playing victim? Um, feel free to let us know. Uh, hit us up at any time on um, Twitter or on Instagram at V Infinity. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in.